Hello, and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor S.F. Walker, and I'm here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world, and today we look at predictable success. Getting your organization on the growth track and keeping it there by Les McCown. In this frenzy of new venturing, we have moved considerably closer to understanding the true cause of success. And it isn't about the numbers. Sure, having a well-funded business with good financial management doesn't do any harm. However, it is very clear that simply getting the numbers right, having a strong balance sheet, good cash flow, good profitability, isn't in itself an indicator of success. Put simply, a lot of well-financed businesses still go under. When you analyze the reasons businesses go under in more depth, a pattern begins to emerge. It wasn't the numbers. It was the people that made the ultimate difference between success and failure. Business success, true, lasting business success, came not from a well-structured balance sheet and good financial management, but from the people. If you didn't have the right people, it was only a matter of time before the money would run out. So it's not the numbers. It's not even the numbers and the people. It's the numbers, the people, and the structure they operate in. The numbers, and more important, the people, have to work within a vibrant, organic, dynamically changing organization. Success is a state reachable by any group of people, any organization, business, division, department, project, or team, in which they will consistently and with relative ease achieve their common goals. It is much easier to manage a group when you and they know how to be successful it is not about the size, it is not about the age, it is not about money or other resources. It's not a culture. Predictable success is not about adopting any one organizational culture. It's not about how meetings are held. And it's not about the industry that you are in. The three stages before predictable success early struggle, fun, and whitewater are growth stages. The stages after predictable success, treadmill, the big rut, and death rattle are declining stages. The five key benefits of achieving predictable success, decision-making, the ability to readily make and consistently implement decisions. Goal setting, the ability to readily set and consistently achieve goals. 
alignment, structure, process, and people are in harmony. Accountability employees become self-accountable in addition to being externally accountable to others. And finally, ownership. Employees take personal responsibility for their actions and outcomes. Predictable success is a natural stage in every organization's growth. In predictable success, the organization can easily set and consistently achieve its goals. Predictable success is not about an organization's size, age, or resources. Nor is predictable success a specific corporate culture, a way of having meetings, or industry-specific. An organization must progress through the early stages of development to reach predictable success. It cannot jump a stage, although it can reduce the time spent there. And it can cycle through various stages. Our organization can stay in predictable success indefinitely, and organization and predictable success benefits specifically from better decision-making, goal-setting, alignment, accountability, and ownership. So prioritize getting closer to finding and gaining traction with a profitable market for your product or your service should be your number one priority at all times. Everything else is secondary. You should finish every day by answering the question, what did we do today that took us closer to finding a valuable market for our product or our service? Plan to start your business in listen mode. You'll find out where your customers are by asking, not by talking. Experiment, adapt, early struggle, is the first stage of every organization's development. During early struggle, the main struggle is reaching financial stability. Before the founder's resources, time and energy, run out. As many as 80% of new ventures never make it through early struggle. To get through early struggle, founders must find a viable market as soon as possible and use their startup funding wisely. It is a fatal decision to get distracted in early struggle and to lose focus on the main goal, to get out of early struggle and into the next stage of development, fun. Fun is the second natural step in every organization's development, assuming it survives early struggle. The main focus of the business in fun is generating sales revenue. This leads to the rise of big dogs. Those often salespeople who built sweat equity by contributing to the survival and growth of the business. During fun, the organization builds myths and legends that will later become unrealistic performance expectations. Working for an organization in fun is exciting but requires the ability to cope with ambiguity. Sometimes being in fun can lead to overconfidence.
which at its worst can cause the owners to take risks that maim or destroy the business. It is vital to monitor the cost during fun. Some owners choose never to leave fun because of the high reward and, well, it's fun. After growing bigger, some people bring their businesses back to fun because they like it there. If you continue to grow your business, you will be kicked out of fun into white water automatically. Whitewater is the third stage in every organization's development after early struggle and fun. Whitewater arises as a natural outgrowth from the success of fun. The main cause of whitewater is complexity arising from growth. It is evidenced by increasing errors and emergencies in the organization. Management rarely recognizes that the arrival of whitewater it thinks the errors and the emergencies are near merely bumps in the road when it does address white water. Management's first reaction is often to go to a heart and kidney organization structure. This only makes the situation worse. With a no man's land fueling, fueling an increasingly biotic sales versus operations conflict. Some founders and owners choose to take their organization permanently back to fun. Other organizations bob in and out of fun and whitewater repeating each of the steps above. The only way to move forward out of whitewater is by shifting to the catcher's mitt organization structure. During whitewater, the organization's focus shifts from sales to profitability. <coughs> Working for an organization in Whitewater is highly stressful and leads to high employee turnover. Predictable success is the fourth stage in any organization's development. After early struggle, fun and Whitewater, predictable success is achieved by introducing the systems and processes needed for the organization to conquer complexity and to get out of white water when in predictable success. The organization is at its prime and it can readily set and consistently achieve its goals. Theoretically, if the right balance of systems and processes is maintained, there is no reason for any organization that cannot remain in predictable success indefinitely, allowing the newly introduced systems and processes to lapse or to be bypassed can lead to the organization sliding back into the white water. Introducing too many systems and processes or depending on systems and processes to substitute for initiative and creativity will push the organization forward into treadmill. Management's key role is to maintain the right balance between vision and process so that the organization remains in predictable success. The ability to make and implement decisions with relative ease in turn builds a competitive advantage as the organization slowly institutionalizes its ability to succeed. Management must explain, support and model the action necessary for the organization to remain in predictable success, particularly for adherence to necessary process. Some of those who 
grew the business during fun and whitewater may leave. When the organization hits predictable success in a new culture of cross-functional decision-making takes hold. Treadmill is the fifth stage in any organization's development coming after the previous one. An organization moves into treadmill when it becomes over-dependent on systems and on process. Over-systemization in turn leads to loss of creativity, risk-taking, and entrepreneurial zeal. This can often be accompanied by the departure of the founder or the owner as he or she becomes frustrated, has less autonomy, and seeks new challenges. Treadmill is not inevitable. An organization can avoid and stay in predictable success by institutionalizing creativity, risk-taking, and entrepreneurial zeal. When in treadmill, it is possible to step back into the predictable success by reintroducing creativity, risk-taking, and entrepreneurial zeal. If the organization does not do so, it will decline further, sliding into the big rut. The key difference between the treadmill and the big rut is that in treadmill, the organization is still capable of self-diagnosis and can, therefore, correct its decline. In the big rut, the organization ruses its ability to be self-diagnostic. Working for an organization in treadmill can feel sterile and unfulfilling. There is a preference for form over function and compliance over result. The big rut is the sixth and the penultimate stage in the organization's development coming after early struggle, fun, whitewater, predictable success, and treadmill. An organization falls into the big rut when it ceases to see the customer as its main reason for being. Most organizations in the big rut view their own existence as the primary reason for being. In other words, they become self-perpetuating institutions. Organizations in the big rut are almost exclusively people with bureaucrats and with administrators. Visionaries and hands-on operators leave in frustration. The difference being between treadmill and the big rut is that in treadmill there is frustration with the organization's loss of creativity and vision. In the big rut, creativity and vision are actively discouraged. When an organization falls into the big rut, it loses the ability to self-diagnose its condition. Only a massive external intervention can keep the organization from the final stage, which is the death rattle. Organizations in the big rut are often cash-rich and or have a monopolistic hold on their market. So their inexorable decline can take a very long time. Working for an organization in the big rut is rewarding for bureaucratically-minded individuals. Results-focused individuals tend not to stay around. An organization may move in and out of predictable success to whitewater or to treadmill many times. But it can lock in predictable success and stay there for a prolonged period to do so. It must first implement, then maintain the decision-making systems and processes needed to get from whitewater to predictable success, and the people-related systems and processes needed to move back in to predictable success from treadmill. 
This means that an organization is more likely to remain in predictable success if it has experienced a time in treadmill. Any organization must institutionalize innovation and risk-taking, pushing it down through the organization. The linchpin of predictable success is the existence of a healthy culture of ownership and self-accountability with employees focused on <laughs> delivering real results and exercising structured creativity, innovation, and risk-taking to achieve their goals, which are also your goals. Please, do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share too and spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below so you buy it and read. Never stop learning. Thank you. Love and respect.